Hello and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Joyful Healing. Today I felt inclined to pull out my tarot deck. Well, technically it's my oracle deck. It's the Work Your Light Activation Oracle deck. However, it is very used, so that might not be the title, but it's by Rebecca Campbell. It's one of my favorites, and actually my first Oracle deck. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm just going to share the reading that I am doing for myself and hope that perhaps the message resonates for you guys as well. I just finished journaling. The process that I kind of do for this is some cards have questions and I answer these questions and then I go ahead and read what the card is trying to tell me The book that comes with this deck just has such beautiful messages that I like to read them and it always sparks something within me because the messages are just so powerful and so loving. But before we start, I will tell you what I wrote and the answers that I gave to some of the questions and also why. I decided to pull this out so I've been feeling a little bit lost on my path where to go next what to do I know that I have not been following my soul's deepest calling and I know that I've strayed a little bit off of my divine path And, of course, we're always on our path, right? Whether we take a loop or a turn or hit a back road. But I just felt like I've been in a prolonged period of, yes, I'm still developing a spiritual practice. I'm still in tune with my spirituality. But I spend a lot of time at a desk working for an office job, a um, eight-hour shift, a 45-hour work week, sometimes more, and I've always known that that's not the path that's meant for me, but it's the one that I chose and the one that I needed and one that I'm extremely grateful for for the time being because it provided me the financial security and the ability to move into this new apartment that I've always wanted and have been manifesting for years at this point. And I finally got there. And now with a child on the way, it just feels like the most responsible thing to do is to have that security of a standard regular job. But deep down, I've always known that's not what I want. That's not where I want to be long term. And I I can't come to terms with the idea of being there long term. 
it's a great job. There's room for growth. There's room for um, increase in salary and all of these things that are seemingly great, seemingly a dream for anyone else. And I'm so grateful, but I know it's not my calling. And the first card that I have here that came up is, have you answered your deepest calling? And immediately it's no, I, I know I have not. And I also know what my deepest calling is. I felt it for a long time. And it's what I'm doing right now here talking to you. It's sharing my voice with the world in an attempt to heal others and heal generational curses, heal generational trauma, and just heal and help. And sharing divine messages that I receive or divine wisdom that I've gotten through my experiences in my life because I we've all been through a lot I've been through a lot I've had a lot of ups and downs and hurdles and I've come very very far and I want to share how I got to where I am now which is I do feel a lot of peace I do feel a lot of gratitude I'm happy to be alive I'm excited for the future which is something that I didn't have for a lot of years and I've gotten here and I want other people to know that you can get here and that's my deepest calling and I will read this card for you the card is called warrior woman now we just have to find it here in our book so like I mentioned the question is have you answered your deepest calling and they write you are here for a reason you are being called to bravely pave a path have you answered your highest and deepest calling living a heart and soul led life is not all fluffy and smooth sailing Living a heart and soul-led life requires courage to triumph over fear. So often our fears are the gatekeepers to our greatest gifts. And the more resistance we have towards answering a call, the more important it is to our soul's growth. I'm going to repeat that. The more resistance we have towards answering a call, the more important it is to our soul's growth. Sometimes fear is an indication that we are facing the right direction. Joan of Arc was known for her courage and her famous line, I'm not afraid, I was born to do this. But the thing about courage is that it is not possible without fear. So if you are feeling afraid, what is needed is courage. And courage comes from living from the heart. Think of your fears as opportunities to expand rather than things that are holding you hostage. If you look at your fears in this light, then as uncomfortable as it might feel, it's actually a sign that you are on the right track. 
And this is what I mean about this deck. It's just, it's beautiful messages, almost motherly. You know, you feel held by these messages. And it's true, the next card that I pulled was, what are you clinging on to? And one of the things that I wrote was fear. Whether it be fear of judgment, fear of the unknown, the need to know what the future holds, um, the need to have control over the outcome of something. I'm holding on to limiting beliefs, comfort, um, the comfort of knowing what's going to happen, the comfort of knowing what my life is going to look like because I'm not changing it. I'm just remaining in the same place and it's comfortable to know, okay, if I keep doing what I'm doing right now, things will stay the same. And that fear of the unknown is preventing me from following what I truly want, which I don't want things to stay the same, but it feels more comfortable than the fear of what it's going to look like following my soul's calling. And that card is the the crumbling, right? What are you clinging on to that's stopping you from following your deepest calling and embracing your warrior woman, whether you're a man or a woman, embracing that warrior side of you, because that's what it takes, right? So this card, the crumbling, beautiful card, What are you clinging on to? There is a shift happening right now where anything inauthentic can no longer survive. Relationships, jobs, social structures, anything built on shaky ground is destined to tumble down. It's happening to bring you back home to who you truly are, both individually and to society as a whole so you can live a life that is in alignment with who you truly are when you are in the thick of it it can feel like a personal attack from the universe have faith because the difficult times will be your defining moments you will be reborn within the fire you are being called to surrender to stop trying to hold it all together, to loosen your grip, to let the crumbling occur. It may be difficult at first, but in the end, the sooner you let go, the sooner the rebirthing will occur. What are you trying to hold together? What are you doing your best to avoid? How are you trying to pretend everything is okay? You have what it takes to allow what is falling away to tumble and fall. Once the tower has crumbled, you'll be able to rebuild your home on solid ground with mighty foundations and a view that is so magnificent that it will take your breath away each new morning. Kali, the goddess of destruction, and the Black Madonna are with you now. Lay it all on their altar. They can hold it all. What are you clinging to 
for fear that nothing is coming to take its place. Now that's, that's really what it is, right? We're holding on to all of these things because what if nothing replaces them? What if I quit this job and nothing comes in its place? That's what I'm battling with, right? Because immediately when it says, there's another card coming up that says, if you knew you would be supported, what would you do? And immediately my answer was, I would quit my job. If I knew I would be supported financially, emotionally, spiritually, I would quit my job. I would start full-time podcasting because that's what I feel innately called to do. I would start creating my own healing jewelry because I want to put something out there that's made with my own two hands and that I've prayed over and that I've put my energy into and spread that around. I would do things that lit me up personally without fear of the financials, without fear of what my future is going to look like. I would just follow that path that I feel called to follow. But like I said, I'm clinging on to the control. I'm clinging on to knowing the outcome. I'm clinging on to the security. And it's not easy stepping into the unknown with faith call back to my first podcast episode is very difficult and I've done it and I've seen the fruits come out of it that doesn't mean that I'm not resistant I'm a three-dimensional being I'm a spiritual being currently living a three-dimensional experience and it's not easy to combat these three-dimensional things these three-dimensional beliefs these three-dimensional fears and and obstacles because on a spiritual level I would just go I would just leap I would just do what my soul is being called to do but my 3d self brings me back and says no you have bills to pay you have a child on the way you have things to take care of you have a future to secure You can't just step into the unknown. That's irresponsible. That doesn't make sense. It's frivolous. It's crazy. It's wild. But in the past times when I've done it, it's been nothing but fruitful. So just constantly reminding yourself, creating a plan, maybe step by step. For example... I want to start making jewelry full-time and podcasting full-time. In my free time from this job that I have, if I dedicate more and more time and get better and better at these skills, then I can step away from this job and it might feel less scary. But I should not neglect what I'm being called to do for the security. So it's about working these ideas into your life in a way that makes sense so that eventually you can just fully jump towards that direction. And that's what I'm trying to do. Instead of thinking, well, I have to quit my job to chase my passions. It's yes, maybe eventually or eventually you will. 
But what's stopping you from chasing one aspect at a time, getting inching closer and closer to where you want to be? Inching towards what lights you up inside versus staying in what's dimming your light. Which brings me to the next card, Starseed. What lights you up? Okay. Star seeds are souls with a double mission to raise their own consciousness and the consciousness of the planet. They are old souls who have incarnated elsewhere beyond this planet. Many star seeds arrive with a feeling that time is running out and that there is something that they came here to do or create or contribute. If you relate to this, you may be one of them. If you pulled this card, it is to confirm that you are a star seed and you are being encouraged to answer the call, to follow what lights you up. Once awake, most star seed souls find it hard to have meaningless conversations, jobs, and relationships. Exactly what we've been discussing. They innately know that there is much more to life and feel that there is something more and get to work. They remain restless until they step into their calling, which is to light up the world with their unique presence. Star seeds are scattered all over the planet, in hospitals and schools, in slums and mansions, on stages, and in edit suites and parks and nightclubs and taxis and theme parks. Many star seeds spend parts of their lives trying to fit in or in some form of spiritual closet. If you are dimming your light to fit in, it is time that you stop and start embracing the unique light that you came here to share and treat your time on earth like a glorious vacation. And we're not even going to um, elaborate on that because the next card is about creating heaven on earth. I'll be honest, the pronunciation of this escapes me. I think it might be Lemuria. Lemuria. <laughs> um, and it is creating heaven on earth. Lemuria, or Mu, is one of the earth's lost lands where heaven really was a place on earth. A time before we were kicked out of the Garden of Eden. In Lemuria, Life worked in harmony. All beings were seen as equal and we were deeply reverent to Mother Earth. We knew that a mosquito was no worse than us and the sun no better. Perhaps you too believe that heaven really can be a place on Earth. Perhaps you are part of the transition team who at soul level are devoted to creating this kind of harmony on the planet now and thank you for wanting to do this work. It's easy to get overwhelmed by the state of affairs on the planet right now, but you are encouraged to keep holding the clear vision of the future because it is closer than you think. You may be guided to hold the frequency of Lemuria in your own community, family, 
workplace, or even within yourself. Know that it is possible, and while at times it may feel like you are alone, you truly are not. There are hundreds of thousands who hold the codes of this ancient lost land and even Lemuria crystals that hold the codes of remembering that are beginning to rise all over the planet. Keep doing what you are doing and remember the only way to heal the world around us is to first heal ourselves. And this light, this is a transmission card which comes with a little activation and you can hold your hand to your heart and say if this resonates with you I hold the codes of Lemuria and believe that heaven really can be a place on earth now this message to me is very powerful because if we follow the timeline of the cards that we've just went down warrior woman your deepest calling what are you clinging on to that's preventing you from chasing that? What lights you up inside and how are, may you be dimming your light? And then how can you create heaven on earth for yourself and for others? Now, these cards together and these cards alone, it's about stepping away from the three-dimensional self and remembering and trusting and believing that you are here to live a beautiful life. You are here to follow your dreams and your dreams don't have to be huge. They don't have to be becoming famous or becoming a millionaire or owning private jets and all of these things. It can be very simple. My dream, my heaven on earth, is living on an island with a few farm animals, my child or children, my husband, the sun constantly beating on my face, hot coffee in the morning, plants growing all around me, so much flora, so much fauna, my own garden where I grow my own crops, picking tomatoes and avocados and herbs and spices. That's my dream. And right now, I'm visualizing that and I'm trying to step-by-step step work towards that because I do believe that I can have that if I trust and I follow. And every day is me reminding myself and dedicating myself to trusting and following. And that's the next card. <clears throat> Trust your path, right? I mentioned this before. If you knew you would be supported, what would you do? And I, I love this card because it really makes you think and kind of step outside of yourself. And for me, the answer came immediately. If I relinquished fear, if I relinquished doubt, worry, control, if I knew no matter what I would be supported, instantly I know what I would do. So what's stopping me from doing it? All of the 3D, 
all that I'm holding on to and not allowing to crumble away. Hiding in my cave. This is a card that I skipped, which is share your voice. Come out of the cave. Express yourself. So trust your path. The universe is conspiring. Keep facing your true north. Your job is not to pave the path, but to simply keep facing your true north and take one step after another. If you do this, you cannot go wrong. The universe is conspiring. Don't waver or doubt. Use your heart as a compass and put one foot in front of the other. If you follow the invisible trail of what lights you up, you will light up the world without even trying. Most people don't follow the highest call of their soul because they are waiting to see the end destination before they take the first step. This is exactly what I was saying of my need to know what the outcome's going to be, to know when it's going to happen. Okay, God, I trust your timing, but tell me what your timing is, what month, what day of the month, what hour. <laughs> and that's not how it works. Um... Most people don't follow the highest call of their soul because they are waiting to see the end destination before they take the first step. Take the step. If you take one baby step each day, within a year, you will have taken 365 steps in your dedicated direction. If you want to write a book, write a page every day. If you want to change careers, do one thing every day in dedication to that. That's definitely a message for me. <laughs> Before you know it, in just a year from now, you will turn back and look in awe at how far you have journeyed. Keep moving and open yourself up to a whole new level of support and receiving. Things are not going to work out the way you are planning. But if you have a little faith and keep showing up, they will work out even better than you could possibly imagine. Don't micromanage the universe. Trust your path and let your soul lead the way. And this is, <clears throat> if you haven't listened to episode one of this podcast, Stepping into the Unknown with Faith, this is a message that I believe it keeps coming up because it's a constant journey. It's a constant practice of continuing to step into the unknown because everything is unknown. Tomorrow's not promised. Anything could happen. You could meet someone new. You could, you could get a new revelation. Things could change. Information can come in. Anything could change. And it's about trusting. And as long as you are following what feels whole to you, what feels true to you, keep taking those steps forward. 
Now, the next card is the Age of Light, which is you've been training for this for lifetimes. Mystics and sages throughout the ages have predicted this period in history, and you decided to incarnate in the middle of it. There is no mistake that you are supposed to be here at this time of great change. If you ever feel unprepared or daunted by the path that is calling you, know this. You've been training for this for lifetimes. You are way more than the days that have breathed through you in this life. You are also all of the lifetimes that came before. All of these experiences have polished your soul into the most magnificent expression that is your authentic self. Your soul has many facets. Imagine a fingerprint. Your soul is a million times more intricate than that. If you put together all of the fingerprints of all of the people you have been, you would not even get close to fathoming how much of a unique masterpiece you truly are. You came in with a clear soul plan. You came in with wisdom beyond your years. This is the part of you that longs to be seen. This is the part of you that is ready to step forward, that is ready to emerge. This is not the lifetime to stay hidden, but to step forth, be seen, and rise and this card also comes with an activation hold your hand to your heart and say i call forth the soul gifts and soul training that i have received throughout all of my lifetimes i am ready to embody them all now without hesitation and without fear i have been training for this for lifetimes that's a beautiful message. And I had to step away for a minute because I had to go back to my lovely job. And I want to elaborate a little bit on this because I, like I had mentioned, am so grateful for what this job has done for me now. You know, I believe that I didn't follow the wrong path choosing to work at this job and um, do these things for so long. Yes, it did feel like I wasn't answering my soul's true calling, but I was listening to my three-dimensional needs at the time, and I did need what that job provided, which was the security, the flexibility, the severe increase in finances which I needed at the time which was a, a big transitional phase in my life and now there is this niggling feeling inside of me arising again saying hey you are doing this to appease a time not for a lifetime this was a season and the reason that you're feeling this restlessness is because it's getting time to move on from what you were doing. It's getting time to get back to your divine path. 
there are three-dimensional things that we do have to attend to on this earth that's not going to change right but don't ignore and neglect your spiritual path and your divine path and your inner calling and your inner compass because of those three-dimensional things we can spend our whole life living in the 3d and not following our calling and true harmony is being able to balance both of these things and so the last note in this trust your path card was this is not the lifetime to stay hidden your soul longs to be seen and this is the card that i skipped before which was the card that calls to me so heavily the first time i saw it it just has never stopped echoing in my brain and it's really what led me to finally making this podcast and finally creating content on the internet because right i was holding on to that fear of judgment holding on to honestly fear of being seen fear of being seen for my true self and not being received you know this control that you have there's this control that you have over yourself when you choose to remain hidden you have control over people's perspective of you because you don't allow them to see you in order to have a perspective you exist within your own world and your own bubble and you don't have to allow other people's thoughts to come in and that is something this almost fear of persecution fear of rejection that i've been allowing myself to live in somewhat consciously somewhat subconsciously right because i like to believe that people will have a positive perspective of me and even if they don't those people aren't meant for me i'm not meant for them and that's okay and i tell myself these things but still we are always an ever lasting work in progress and so these things do whether i choose to consciously acknowledge them or not have an effect on what i do in my life i say i don't want to make content on the internet because i don't want to open myself up to the judgment and scrutiny of others and as a result i'm not opening myself up to share my gifts and to connect with others because it's not all going to be judgment and scrutiny there's going to be resonance there's going to be community there's so much potential for positivity as a result so this card just echoes and echoes in my brain because i have faced uh, a sort of persecution i have faced a sort of exile that i didn't consciously choose it happened to me multiple times in my life and i realize it's it's part of my soul journey is is overcoming that and moving past that and not living in that fear of it happening again and developing a very strong sense of self in order to not be shaken and affected as heavily by the persecution or the isolation or the supposed exile from certain spaces people places and trust and honor that wherever i am accepted wherever i do end up whoever does resonate with me is who's meant for me and that has been something that i'm constantly working on and so 
this share your voice card which says come out of the cave persecution expression is one that i believe is a card that encompasses my my life in its entirety not just in a season or a phase it's a lifetime journey for me and this card says you are being called to share your voice perhaps by speaking up in a relationship or through writing speaking singing or some other form of creative expression we each hold a deep truth within us that longs to be expressed sculpted for lifetimes the voice of your soul is like no other it carries with it wisdom that can only be gained through soul history and growth by remembering tapping into and expressing this unique tone we not only heal ourselves we also heal the planet at large so this concept is coming up again right when we heal ourselves, we can heal the world. The more you focus on harnessing your energy, healing your trauma, healing your generational curses, healing whatever exists within you that's stopping you from following your true path, that's having you live in fear, that's having you create these, these coping mechanisms that at one point in your life maybe served you, but as you level up are now holding you back right when you share your voice you unlock something in the universe and call a missing piece of you home your individual voice is the most powerful sound current on the planet if you have kept your soul's voice silenced or held back chanting or singing could be truly life-changing for you as we shed the layers of our personality and start letting our unique soul speak through us, we discover that we actually have a very clear message that longs to be shared. The more we speak it, the clearer it gets. There has never been a better time in history than right now to rise up, speak your truth, and share your soul's voice. If you feel fearful, Know that you are not alone and that the world needs your unique tone in order to harmonize. As we each rise up and share our song, we make it easier for the next person to do the same. Express yourself, share your voice, speak to those who can hear you. And I just want to call back to the part where it says, if you have kept your soul's voice silenced or held back, chanting or singing could be truly life-changing for you and i want to touch on that because for me i have always felt so drawn to song and singing when i was little i would write songs in my head whether you know i was in the bath where you know i had my mind was quiet and my soul was speaking throughout my life and certain times i even tried to write music think about creating music, put little snippets out there. There was a time where I was genuinely entertaining the idea of being a musician, but I had, again, this fear of judgment, persecution, not being good enough, not sounding well, hurting people's ears, and all of these things when deep in my soul, I just want to sing. 
even if it sounds bad, even if it's not, my voice isn't well trained or someone's not going to enjoy the way in which I express myself. When I watch videos of people singing and people following their dream and singing their song so beautifully, it sparks intense emotion within me that I know is calling me to do this too. But I'm stuck in this idea of what is someone going to think about it versus how does it make me feel and how is it, how is embracing this and following this path honoring myself? And this concept that holds us back so heavily, what is someone else going to think? What is my mom going to think? What are my friends going to think? What is my partner going to think? I'll give you an example. I had written poetry my entire life. Since I was a little girl, I lost my grandfather. And the way that I coped with it and the feelings that I that had arisen for me from this first big loss of someone that I loved and looked up to and felt connected to, I wrote a poem about it. Processing my emotions, heartache, love, all of these first-time feelings as that I was feeling growing up, I wrote about them in poem. And I never told anybody. <clears throat> I had a poem that I wrote in elementary school for a class project that I shared with my mom. She recorded it, put it on YouTube. It was very sweet. She didn't know that I fully wrote poetry. My father, a poet, didn't know that I full-fledged wrote poems that I could perform until I was in college and he was blown away and I never shared it it was really just for me for coping a true soul passion unrelated to monetization or how it would be perceived it was just for me and one time I was on the train on my way to school and I was writing a poem and I missed my stop on the train because I was I was deep in thought and in flow writing this poem. And so I got to school and my friends at the time, um, they were my friends. They were my friends at the time. I told them, hey, they're like, oh, why were you late? And I said, I was writing a poem and I missed my stop. And I remember their reactions. I remember one specific person's reaction, but the general consensus of their reactions was that that was silly. They laughed. They're like, what? You were writing a poem? Like, you know, um, making fun of, of this thing that to me for so long I had never shared. It was my passion. It was, it was my healing. It was for me. And the one time that I shared it, not even my actual work, just the idea that I that I did this thing it was met with ridicule and it shut me down I never shared my poems with anyone who knows if I would have right it wasn't until I got to college where my best friend my true friend who's still my friend to this day whom I love deeply they also wrote poetry and I was going through a tough time where I'd written a poem that 
for some reason I felt very called to share for the first time. They said, I'm auditioning for this poetry club. I said, oh wow, I have a poem that I just wrote. Can I audition with you? And this friend, not coming from a, um, this is my thing, why are you trying to infiltrate? Said, yeah, of course, come. And we went, we went together and I shared my poem and they said, you just came alive. I felt like I saw a whole different version of you. You even sounded different in, in the way that you spoke in your cadence when you're sharing your poetry. And that was a life-changing moment for me. Sharing it, being received and acknowledged because I had found my audience. I had found the right people to share that part of me with. Imagine if I had stayed in that fear and stayed in that persecution and said, I'm not going to share ever because when I did share, it was with the wrong people. There are people out there who this card said, it said, speak to those who can hear you. And that's the issue, right? We speak to those who Our words fall on deaf ears, and so we stop speaking. You are being called to continue to try and find your audience, find your people where your voice is received, because I promise you there is space for you somewhere. And the only way that you will find it is by trying, by seeking, by sharing, And one step at a time, I'm continuing to find my audience slowly but surely. Now, this last card in this reading, there were eight cards altogether here. We are on card number eight, Akasha. Your guidance is divinely guided. Now... We can get into numerology and life paths in another podcast episode. I may just break down all of the life paths and their meanings so that any of you listening can hear and maybe even fast forward to your life path and what it means for you. And I'll teach you how to calculate it for yourself and... I encourage you to go and do research. That may be next week's episode or an upcoming week. But I mention this because my life path number is eight. And it feels so right to me. It feels so at home, that number. And it's the number of infinity. It's also the number of financial prosperity. Um, This lifetime, I'm not meant to struggle. I'm meant to gain that financial freedom. And that is something that in this life... I have constantly been struggling with and it's a consistent struggle that is mine to bear and mine to overcome and I've known it since I was little and it continues to be a pattern in my life that I know with dedication I will overcome. But I say this because there are eight cards in this deck. I chose these cards intuitively. I didn't count. I didn't pick a number and these eight cards came up. So, Akasha, 
your guidance is divinely guided. Akasha exists in the fifth dimension and the library of souls. All soul contracts, history, gifts, lessons, and more exist here. We each have access to this information of the past, present, and future, and can tap into it at any time. While we have free will, there are also points on the timeline of our lives that are predestined or pre-planned. Soul contracts or agreements that were made before incarnating. It could be a company you chose to work for, a relationship you planned to have, or a person you agreed to mentor or help. Whatever it is, know that it is divinely guided and will not bypass you. If you are waiting for a sign to proceed, this card is it. You are likely living out an important part of your soul's journey and you are exactly where you need to be. And this is very exciting indeed. It is time to call in the support of your helpers, both in the physical realm and the spirit world. To trust the signs coming to take note of your dreams, to notice any feelings or visions that you receive for you are tapping into the wisdom of the Akasha and you are being given the go ahead to proceed. Now there's another transmission here. Hold your heart to your hand if you feel called. Hold your hand to your heart and say, I open myself up to receive the wisdom of the Akasha. I am ready to download any information from my soul records that is in my highest good and the highest good of all right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So I love that we ended on this card because my goal with this podcast is to share what I feel is divine wisdom that I receive and don't want to just hold to myself because these revelations, these messages, these thoughts, these feelings, these actions that I feel called to take have influenced my life in such a positive way that continues to bear more and more fruit. And it feels almost selfish to hold all of these these almost secrets and this wisdom that I've gathered within myself because I felt so alone at times in my life. I felt like life was not worth living that I didn't want to continue, that there was no light, that it was all pain and suffering, that perhaps my future was not as bright as I had hoped or imagined. And I was in that darkness for a very long time with no support from an outside source besides God and my own strength to get me out of it. 
and I prayed and I tuned into my own divine wisdom and I followed the path, putting just one foot in front of the other until eventually I landed here. Where when I was 17 years old, I didn't think I even wanted to be here. I couldn't see it, I couldn't feel it. And eventually the path cleared and it continues to clear as I keep facing my true north. And I want you to know that if you feel like you are in the midst of a storm, if there is snow and fog and blizzard all around you and all you can see is one foot in front of you, just take that one foot and keep going. If you can see one step in front of you, you can take that step and another and another until eventually you get to where you meant to be and the path continues to clear up for you. You get out of the snow into a grassy field and yeah, there may be trees blocking your view, but at least it's bright again. You keep going, you see the sun peeking through you keep going and you keep going. There's finally water in the horizon. The path is clearing and you are getting closer and closer to your heaven on earth. Thank you for listening to today's message, to today's episode. I I've been wanting to do oracle readings again, but I didn't know in what capacity because when I opened myself up to read on an individual level, the energy exchange was too much for me. And this feels like a great way to still be able to share these readings and these messages with the collective in a way that also feeds me as well. So I hope you enjoyed take what resonates with you that's how these that's how these messages work there may just be one thing in here that you needed to hear it may be the entire message i know that this entire message aligned and was meant for me and i know something in here was meant for you i love you thank you for tuning in and i'll see you next week on joyful healing love and light to you